Hey YouTube, it's Dimitri, and today I wanted to talk about my big struggle with gratitude here. So this is like the perfect timing with Christmas and Thanksgiving we just passed, I don't know, like almost a month ago. But I wanted to talk a little bit about my struggle with gratitude, my thoughts about it. So I've been thinking about this for a couple of years now, specifically since like July of 2020. And this really comes up because, let's back up here for a second. This comes up because of Christmas and because of my grandma. So kind of an odd thing to think about here. But for me growing up, Christmas was always really tied into my grandma. My grandma was always like the spirit of Christmas. And in a way, I view her as like the Mrs. Claus. Um, so my grandma really was like the only grandparent I had. Um, again, my grandfather that was married to my grandma here, uh, he had Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And I believe he was diagnosed like around the time I was born or a little bit after. And so I never really knew my grandpa. And then my other grandparents, my grandpa died early. My grandma's not a part of our lives, which is a whole other story here. But my grandma was always this key integral part of my family in the sense that we always saw my grandma for like holidays. And so I always tied these things together. Uh, my grandma grew up as a stay-at-home wife. My grandma had jobs and stuff when she was younger, like a bar hop and a model and some other things like that. But when I knew my grandma here, so again, I think my grandma was like in her 60s when I was born. And then, you know, my grandma died when she was almost 92 here in 2020. My grandma, though, trying to describe her like I was thinking about when she passed away, like what are the key defining characteristics of my grandma? And I think part of these is hard work and frugality. So my grandma is extremely frugal. She grew up during the Great Depression as a kid. Uh, my grandma eats food. Like we had food with mold on it. My grandma like, just scraped the mold off and eat it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, we always kind of joke that this kind of <laughs> has kept her along, alive so long. It's all this bacteria and stuff. But my grandma is very frugal. My grandma worked very hard. But part of this was I always noticed my grandma never complained. And this somewhat baffled me in many ways. So when my grandpa got sick, for example, I remember as a child looking at my grandma trying to like get him in and out of chairs and to feed him and to bathe him. And then my grandpa's kind of losing it mentally in like, they're just like weird episodes and things. It, it scared me somewhat as a kid, to be honest with you. And so I was not a big fan of my grandpa, but looking at my grandma and the amount of work she put in and it got very burdensome. At one point, my grandma tried to put him into a nursing home and it wasn't the best environment. My grandma's like, we're not doing this. I'm pulling him out. And so my grandma basically took care of my grandpa until he passed away. And part of this is the hardworkingness of my grandma. The other part is like, I just, I don't understand. Like my grandma just did never complained. And really this is like the gratitude piece of my grandma. My grandma could have nothing. <laughs> my, my grandma could have like a horrible situation happen to her. And it would always be like, you know, like, She'd get up and be like, it's a great day today. You know, you're alive. You've got clothes on your back and a roof over your head. And my grandma really believed it, I feel like, every single day of her life. She was just always so grateful to be alive. She was always so grateful for, like, the simple things. And for me, this is, like, the big struggle here. And I don't know why this is such a struggle here. And I think part of this is my personality traits and how I'm kind of structured mentally. But I'm the guy that has to find every single problem out there. And I need to find a solution to fix that problem. So... I make a great, you know, industry professional in almost any business or industry here, right? People want, companies want individuals that find problems, find good solutions, fix these problems, will work crazy hours and not complain about it. Now, 
it's not stellar for your health, but personality-wise, I need to solve something. I need to be the problem solver here. And for me, I think that's what kind of makes it hard for the gratitude piece here. So even since last year, I've been thinking a lot about what am I really grateful for? And it's easy to say, okay, what am I grateful for? And say, okay, you know, I got a nice house. I make a lot of money. Um, I don't really have that many issues per se. My health is pretty good. Like, okay, I'm grateful. But that's not really gratitude. I'm not really grateful in that sense. It's just nice to point out like, oh, okay, I have have things, right? Or I have health or I have family around me. And so I created a gratitude board here um, probably about three months ago. And my wife got and buy this little, you know, fake chalkboard at like Hobby Lobby. And then it's got like these chalk pens that go on it. And so I try to really think that what am I really, really grateful for at this time? And so one of the things like, I'll give you an example of what's on the board right now. I have on there basically like my daughter, Lily. I have on there Lily snuggles, like when my daughter snuggles with me. And this just came about from having a new job here. So before I've been working from home since 2020, um, I've always worked from home a few days a week, even before COVID. But now it's like I get up when I go into the office and I'm typically up before her and out the door so I don't see her in the morning. And then I work and I leave like 5, 5.30. I try to get out of the office. And then what happens is I rush home in like an hour, if I'm lucky, but usually like an hour 15 worth of traffic, which then puts me at like, I don't know, 6.30-ish, somewhere around there. And my daughter goes to bed at 7.30. And so I really just see my daughter like, at night. And then if I'm lucky and I get home, she's super excited to see me and I get like a few hugs and stuff and she's really happy and she's dancing and everything. And then my wife, you know, puts her to bed at seven 30 and then it's like, I'm done. I only see my daughter for like an hour and a half hour each day. And so this is one of those things I'm trying to think about like, okay, you know, I'm really grateful for that time I have with her. Like I'm really not happy in the sense that like, I don't get that much time with her, but I'm doing things for the family. We're making things happen. I'm building a career here. I'm trying to make sure that everything in my life and my family is structured in a way that I can maintain things. So this is what the gratitude board is really for, is really thinking about like, what am I really grateful for? And trying to carry that feeling with me for a longer period than just like making a quick list and saying like, I'm grateful. And that's why I like the board because the board sits out and like when I walk by through the day or I'm making breakfast and I'm rushing to work, I stop and I look at the gratitude board here. And I think this is coming at the perfect time with Christmas here. And I'm really trying to be even more grateful and really just take stock in what I have and realizing like life is great. It's okay. And even if you have nothing, so even if you're in a terrible situation, like when I looked at my grandma, my grandma had, you know, struggling situations here with like taking care of my grandfather, for example, or I don't know, traveling and something didn't go her way or whatever. She never really cared But looking at it as like my grandma, even when she had nothing and even though she grew up in the Great Depression and even though she went through struggles, she was always grateful for whatever she had. And just basically being alive is, you know, this massive piece of being grateful that like I'm still alive no matter what happens, no matter how terrible things are, I can, you know, things will change across time. I can make slight improvements here. And so having this gratitude, I think, is what makes you happier. It makes you more well-adjusted. I think it's something I need to work on better. And to wrap up here, this episode, this really ties into Christmas for me. And I think I, going back to my grandma and Christmas here, I've never really been able to like pinpoint down, like, you know, they always say that the true meaning of Christmas is, and then they like fill in the blank, like, you know, Jesus or holidays or I don't know, something in there. But I think realistically, the true meaning of Christmas here is really gratitude. And I think it's why we have gift giving. So gift giving 
I like it. I'm excited. As a kid, I loved Christmas. My birthday's right around the holiday season here as well. And I was always excited to get gifts. And it was like, I always felt good giving gifts, but it was like getting gifts as a kid was awesome. I got like a new Lego set or I don't know, something crazy and fun and exciting as a kid. But thinking about like the stories, the Christmas stories, and it's really about the gift giving and why are we giving gifts? And it comes down to the gratitude piece here. So one of the stories I remember probably the most, I don't know why it stuck with me. I think it's part of my mind, like Christmas is about suffering a little bit. And I think it comes down to this gratitude piece of, you know, no matter how bad things are, no matter how much you're suffering, you need to be grateful for what you have. But the story is basically like there's a man and a woman or a husband and a wife here. And the husband has this really amazing watch. It's his prized possession, but it doesn't have a band. Like the, the wristband is broken or something and it's not there. But he has this amazing watch that's, I don't know, like passed down or something through families. And it's, I don't know, his prized possession. And then his wife has really, really, you know, beautiful hair. And she absolutely just loves her hair. And everybody thinks she's amazing because of her hair. And the story goes for Christmas here that, you know, the wife cuts off her hair and sells her hair to get some money so she can buy a new band for the husband's watch. And of course, the husband sells the watch uh, to get a really nice brush for his, you know, his wife's hair. And of course, it's somewhat of a tragedy here, which I think is part of why it's stuck with me all these years. But it's the gratitude piece here that like the story ends and it's supposed to still be like a happy, feel good, like feeling at the end of like, they loved each other so much and they spent Christmas together and it didn't, the gifts didn't matter. And I think the point here is not that the gifts don't matter. It's the gratitude piece here. Like the reason he sold his band to buy the brush for his wife, the reason people are giving gifts to other people is that they're so grateful and you're so appreciative of everything, you know, your family's done for you for the years or the last year here uh, that you give them a gift. And the reason that like colleagues, you know, give gifts to other colleagues. So for example, my boss used to take us out to dinner. We would buy her a gift card. We'd put chocolates and things in there is really, we're trying to express our gratitude. It's not like a gift exchange. Like, okay, I'm going to give you a gift and you give me a gift. It's more or less like, you know, I really appreciate the help you've given me or the friendship you've provided or, you know, I don't know, the love of a family member that you've had. These sorts of things are things I'm so grateful for. That's like you want to do something great to really show it and show the appreciation. And that's where the gift giving comes. And I think that's why my grandma ties in so much in my mind with Christmas is just because she's always had that gratitude here. And in the holiday season, she always made it fun and exciting as kids. We'd go to her house a lot of times and, uh, We'd have Christmas there and it'd be great, you know, dinners. My grandma did a lot of cooking. And so this is, I think, the the real purpose of this podcast and this episode here is really talking about the gratitude here. And for me, it's just that really big struggle. As I've mentioned, I'm trying as hard as I can to really make myself better. Again, this would make me happier. I'd be more grateful. I'd probably be nicer to the people around me as well. And then also for Christmas time here, this is just like the perfect timing of this is why we celebrate Christmas. Even when you look at like Jesus, for example, uh, and his atonement and everything, it's the ultimate sacrifice, right? And he's sacrificing this and we're supposed to be grateful and have this gratitude, this feeling of gratitude towards him, which is why we have Christmas as well. And so it all kind of ties this together here, but I'm hoping you guys take this away with a challenge here. And my challenge to you guys, if you want, you can put it in the comments, but you can keep it personal as well. Try to think of at least a couple things that you are just like honestly, truly grateful for and try to think about those through the holiday season, uh, whether it's family members, whether it's having a stable job, uh, you know, whether it's your education, for example, I don't know, come up with something 
and really kind of hold on to that and think about that because it will make you happier through the holiday season. And again, it's great to spend time with family and friends. So anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And as always, until next time.